Let me touch you. And the second thought of the Lord is morning. The second thought. In the place of my study and my praying, the Lord spoke these words to my heart and I want to share with us this morning. And I will title this before you get full. Or the pitfalls of unbridled prosperity. Or if you so care, wanting more money, beware of Satan's snare. Anyone that fits you, you can take for this this morning. I want to trust the Lord to help me to run through this. I believe the Lord will have his word to some people and to his church. If there are two things in the word of God that our Lord compared to the reverence man will give to God is materialism. And I love the scripture in Romans 15. It says, For all things written aforetime from verse 4 are written for our word, our learning. That we through the the, 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 the comfort of scriptures, my word, might have hope. First Corinthians 10 6. Say, For these things were for what an example unto us. Seven verse 11. For they were done for us as what an example. So God has given us a pattern and example. And I'll take my text this morning from the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1 to 20, which we're going to read. And Mark 10, 17 to 31, which we're going to read. And the third one, which we, which we will not read, 1 Timothy 6, 3 to 10. And so this morning, I want Baruch to help us read Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1 through 20. Um, maybe the one in Mark for our time's sake. I'm going to talk about it, Mark 10, 17 through 31. But let's listen this morning and read through in our Bibles as our brother read through this scripture for us. Please everyone open your Bible. And remember the theme of this message is wanting more money, beware of Satan's death. The pitfalls of unbridled prosperity. Father, you said I should tell them this. I know you are here. I speak under your unction. Give us understanding. In Jesus' name. Please read, sir. Deuteronomy 8. Yes. Verse 1. From verse 1. All the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do, that ye may live and multiply. And go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers. 
And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness, to humble thee and to prove thee, to know what was in, in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. Thy raiment waxed not old upon thee, neither did thy foot swell these forty years. Thou shalt also consider in thine heart that, as a man chasteneth his son, so the Lord thy God chasteneth thee. Therefore thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, and to fear him. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of oil, olive and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness, Thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills thou mayest dig grass. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the, Lord, for the good land which he hath given thee. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day. Verse 12. Lest when thou hast eaten and art full, and hast built goodly houses, and dwelt therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness, wherein were fairy serpents and scorpions and drought, where there was no water, who brought thee forth water out of the rock of flint, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, and that he might prove thee to do thee good at thy later hand. And thou shalt thou say in thine heart, My power and the might of my hand hath gotten me this wealth. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swear unto thy fathers, as it is this day. And it shall be, if thou do at all forget the Lord thy God, and walk after other gods, and serve them, and worship them, I testify against you this day, that you shall surely perish. Last verse. As the nations which the Lord destroyed before your face, so shall ye perish, because ye would not be obedient unto the voice of the Lord your God. May the Lord bless the reading and the hearing of his words in our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm grateful to God that I have something to reference. And I want you this morning as God's people to be thankful to God for the something 
we can reference God had a sample nation to serve us a guide a prototype like a shadow for us when in the world where there's the the drive where there's the the unbridled pursuit of prosperity of wanting to have excess of skimming in our ways to make our bands larger you know the children of Israel move from a pastoral a feudal system to as it were a capitalist economy because when they got into the land everyone began to do business when they were in the desert they shared all things in common but God said the time will come when everyone will be able to do something for himself and, and as you are, you are increasing be careful let me say it again this morning in this church the Lord our God will raise mighty men of substance in this church it will happen in the name of Jesus and it will happen in this nation for they who are willing and obedient shall eat the good of the land you see there's some of you here in this church that will sign checks in pounds and dollars a time will come when even those things will not carry so much weight you will sign checks and, and, and in in in, in Naira, but it will be substantial and you will feel it. Something like the Lord says, Tell them that the time is coming when I will cause abundant milk to come to my people. But before it comes, warn them and tell them of the pitfalls of unbridled prosperity and the snare that tends. To wealth you know somehow when you hear this message you might get oh does God don't want to be prosperous oh no actually he says he says he says for I am I'm the one that gives you the power to get wealth so don't ever say that it came from my strength but guess what God actually used your strength to produce it but it's from him hallelujah I see men of substance in this church. You know, you know, the work of God will not be done by winking people to give. Men will give willingly and voluntarily to the work of God. And God is raising those men in this place. So we're going to see it. We're going to see it. There will be promotions in this place. Now you will know that, no, this is God's hand. Even though you've not been lazy in your place of work. So it will be, along go before no, you're not lazy. God doesn't give glory to any lazy person. Alright? In your diligence, it will cause you to stand before kings. And not mere men. And substance will be exchanged for it. And not small substance huge financial rewards that will commemorate and commensurate with your value and the service you render the lord shall cause great doors to be opened unto you in the name of jesus and shall cause plenty to come to your hands but god knows 
snare. For a snare. Before I go on this morning, let me say something quickly. God is never against Christians being prospered. He wants them to have victory over wealth by acknowledging it from Him or it's from Him. And it must not replace our devotion when it finally comes. You know, God kept saying, Beware. He made that statement three times in three verses. Beware when the wealth comes. Why? Because he's speaking to his beloved children. And he wants nothing that he has blessed them with to take them away from him. For if the people are not grounded in him, that which ought to be a blessing would end up being a curse. Or he didn't say, I will take away the world from you. He said, he said, he said, you'll be judged like other nations if you forget. There's a truth in God's word. God wants his people to be rich. In fact, Psalm 35 verse 27 says, let those who delight in my righteousness shout for joy and be glad and say evermore. Great is the Lord who delights in the prosperity of his servants. So God delights in his servants prospering. God wants the church, his people, to have. And the purpose of them having is to remember him and use it for his glory. You know, some will say, ah, Pastor, ah, I know that. Let God try me with money. I will put to God. No. You see, the little you have now, how are you using it? See, Nelson, people will say, ah, Lord, if you give me one million naira now, I will do X, Y, Z. And God says, I've given you hundred naira. What are you doing with it? If you're not faithful with hundred naira, God will not give you Hundred thousand. You know, it's just like normal every transaction. Someone comes and says, Ah, brought to me, please borrow me fifty. Okay, someone came to me some years ago. He said, Pastor, please don't say, Pastor, please give me soft loan of fifty K. This was seven years ago. I will give it back to you in two weeks. True story. That's okay. When a loan is soft, the loan is what? Soft. It's all hard. Some means loan that is short and it's, it's time, two weeks, is soft actually. Sometimes it can be just give me for like next one hour. I think that one now. Alright, that one is soft, two, soft, two. So I gave him the soft loan for two weeks for 50k, 11 years, no, seven years ago. Two weeks came. Some things came up. See, things will always, and what you're just doing is that you are, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are attacking your integrity. That money, except he pays it tomorrow. This is the seventh year, he hasn't paid back till today. Can he come and start to give him five naira? 
Why? Because he has destroyed his integrity. So, when you get to a point where you have little, God wants to see how faithful you are with a little. That is how, you know what it says? He says, I took you to prove your heart. Some did not follow through and they were destroyed in the wilderness. You know in this church, we don't ask you to pay tight. Like, pay tight or you die. If you don't pay tight, it will be tight for you. This, this is the key to heaven. It's a tight box. Tight is, in fact, if the tight is, you know, we make the tight, we shout it. I was the title. And then when that is being paid, we start singing, Oro, Oro, Kiki, Lili, Bushi, Moni, Nuero. Oro means bile. Bofomero, Ababugureje. And you talk to only God as a city in the heart. Oro, 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 Oro. He didn't pray because there has been no Oro. Nothing has happened for the past 10 years. He hasn't been paid that. And the, even the Alaba, Onomo, we. Do you know that in some churches, as you are coming to church, everything you give in church is five offerings and everything is ordinary at the share for the truffles. What's the one who said, Hey, the power who did you look more? So, at the share, what? I want to be there, power. Yeah, yeah. 20 dollars. And the dance is the dance is totally dance. I'm not a question. Every law, see, they will do this of the they will go there and they will dance back. Ah, pay now, they will dance and dance and dance and dance. The person will think that this person is being heavy. Once the service ends, you go and search. Let me see if there's any big money here because there's a big dance. Ah, is What is the dance here? Amen. But Jesus is interested in your offerings. That was why he sat by the offering bowl. And he said, the woman I give all, she's more commended. Listen, you show your trust to God when you become faithful in little. You see what I'm saying this to you? God is prepping you for prosperity. But he's helping you know how to use it before it comes. Because when it prospers you, it is not primarily for you alone. I'm going to show you. So I'm saying, man. You know what I'm saying? This I'm saying before the money comes. You see, if the money comes, yeah, we did. I, I know it. Say, Pastor, actually, I'm so busy. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm in China. There's a, there's, there's, there's a container that we are bought. This is the person that is carrying speaker. Now there's a container. In fact, I've, 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 I've paid four, four bills to carry the speaker for me, but I've paid them. But don't worry, the speaker will be good. They'll carry it too. If I've paid for it to be carried. My money has gone. No one tell you that if you cannot go, let your money go for you. No, God doesn't want to do It's you that must go. Your money cannot do God's work for you. There's no place in the scripture where it says, let your money walk with the work of God. It is who? You. Any money that God gives you that takes away his work from you, is not God that gives you. He's Satan. Let me say it again. Any work 
that brings plenty money, but takes God. It's not God I gave you. Who gave it to you? Return it. You may have though. You know if you teach something, they catch you, you go turn up. So return it. That is the devil. Return it. Say, devil, I return. Tell the man, oh God, this one will give me. He gave money, but I want to turn up. Are you normal? He said, I passed normal. Is this hard? Is this a hard word? Someone say it. Because they will tell you that this job is only on Sundays that is the main, main day for the job. Any job on Sunday is the main day. Send it back. And in this place, you cannot join meeting online as we are doing our job. <laughs> that means this Satan has spirit of wisdom. He has a lot of wisdom. So he knows you pray. <laughs> so, so, and then, and then you, you, you can't sing in the choir as you take this job. Uh, how do you know you sing in the choir? In fact, as, as you are doing the job, he said you suspend it because not every window that's open is God. If I have some doors that God closes for his name's sake. So when you hear this is season of open door, you say, mm, I want to know who's opening. Now imagine they call me to preach in a, in a crusade titled My Season of Open Door. The, the preacher will regret it. By mid service. Who's opening the door? It's important. But God is blessing you. But the blessing is a preparation for higher blessing. The little you have, how are you? So God wants to bless. The second truth. Not everyone will be rich. What did I say? Please, don't fight it. It's a hard thing. But God says, I've made some rich. So the supply of others can be met. Now, you determine what you want. And God will grant you the desire of what? Your heart. You can't say because God says everyone will be rich. Therefore, I claim riches. And you have nothing to do. God can break his word. He said, he who is not laboring with his own hand, let him not. Because there are people that will not obey God's word. Even among the people, some will still be poor. Please follow me. And that's why it says, let those of you who have bear with the burdens of the what? Of the weak. Because the reason of their poverty is because they've chosen to remain weak. Let me, you know, while I was talking and praying for this meeting, someone said, ah, Jesus said, when that woman brought the, the alabaster box, and says, the poor will always be with you, but me, I will. Somebody said, no, that Jesus did not mean that. That actually that's not what Jesus meant. That, that Jesus never meant that, that, that prosperity is for all. But I'm going to take you to where Jesus took that scripture from. Shall we? That means if you want to be rich, start to what? In fact, Paul said in 1 26 17, he said, Tell those who are rich among you. That means none of them are rich. So when you keep hearing anointing for prosperity, it's a lie. When I hear anointing for hard work, 
I agree. Someone say that this morning. So that our hearts can be settled. So if it's not working, just keep it, Lord, what else do I do? Not what anointing do I need? Because there are men always sell anointing for what? Prosperity. And the more they sell it, they get richer. And they start testifying. I've had it. But last night I was just sleeping. And suddenly I heard a message of prosperity. God faithful to his word. My account began to swell. In one night, I got a seed supernaturally. The seed by the angel, God's angel came and, and dropped a seed in my, my account. And the seed came by faith. And the seed came by obedience. I am a dangerous giver. After preaching, give pastor. If you don't give pastor, you are not connecting. Who will not give to connect? They will borrow. And then when he testifies, you see, now hold your head. Say, my own command. My own command. Nobody will give to you. Let him give back. Two of us. Is, is it not true? Is it hard to understand? It's not hard. So the way to prosper is working hard. Some people have even left the faith. Well, I doubt if they were there anyway in the first instance. Because if they are there, they won't see under the of God. Some of you in this church, you don't pay tight. No, because pastors don't want tight. No, pay. In fact, God doesn't give you your money. But it's more blessed to give than to receive. You know, somebody, you came to, I saw. Am I preaching this morning to somebody in church? It's in scriptures that not everyone will be rich. In fact, in Proverbs 37, can you read for me? Verse 7. Because this day, now, now, Solomon wrote this in fear of the snare of his wealth. Do you know in fact it was his wealth that caused him problem? Because, you know, the queen of Sheba came and said, we've heard of your fame and your prosperity. It has gone all over the world. You see, everybody wants to be friend of the rich. That's why you find rich, very rich pastors. Very, very rich, very rich and are showing it. They live a compromised life. Everybody is their friend. Have you observed that? Everybody in the world is their friend. Top celebrities, they enjoy the company of billionaires. And they, and they pride themselves as billionaires pastors. That I pastor them. They say, I pastor them. I have quality souls. If I beg them to pastor me, I, I have now your time. I can't pastor you. You waste my time. I'm going to give it to my, my driver to take care of you. I have too many souls on my hands that I'm taking care of. Do you know why it's easy for you to just pay for a table to buy Smenov or buy one wine? Because you know another one is coming. There's one 500 million coming. There's one 10 million account. There's one 50 million. There's a deal already. It's already there. So what is this much change? I can just... doesn't matter anyway. Let's just take a table of 5 million. Now, hear what Solomon said. See, in the light of eternity, I'm telling you, you will choose to be poor and go to heaven. Hold on. I said, Proverbs, you will read it. Huh? I want us to have the same today. But I don't want to call this message half. Let's try. My wife was sharing with me a scripture she was reading 
Where was that? Matthew 5. From this verse, shall be. What verse was it? Matthew 5. I want to show you the things she read. When she saw, she, she shocked her, she ran to me. She said, I don't think you've been teaching us is true. I said, Are you just realizing it's true? No, something is good to realize afterwards. It's good. So right now, like you say, don't fight it, leave it. You will still come, just keep reading it to come. So I don't say it should be true. So sometimes don't fight it. Like you my son, my father is a pastor. Me, I want to hammer. No, you hammer. But don't hammer in your strength. See, because when you start thinking to hammer, you will do things that will hurt your soul. You will take some rash decisions. And at the end of the day, you will lose everything. Not in material things, you lose that which is important. The true riches. Which is eternal life. And vital connection with God. Can be traded for any amount. Matthew 5, 29. I will come back here. Church, is that okay this morning? Are you following me? Matthew 5. Let me read it in this translation. Because that was the song. Verse 29, Abby. Okay. 29 says, Okay. But I say, Okay. Let me start from verse 28 or 27. You have heard the commandment that says, You must not commit adultery. But I say, Anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in her heart. Wow. That means the whole world is the whole world is an adultery. Because Satan has actually accentuated that you like it or not. But thank God for the blood. Oh, if not for the blood, there is nothing I could have done that have been condemned as an adulterer. So say this morning. So when you hear somebody called Holy Father, it's a lie. What did I just say? The man did not say he's so holy. But men are calling him and making him. You know when men make men saints? Saint Richard. Richard knows. You say, you ask me, you say, yes, you, me. Okay, if you come to say that, I agree. But well, let's go on. See, these are the words of Jesus. Whatever it means is what it means. Let's read on. He said, if, okay, verse 29. Okay, the, the, the thing is to shake here. Okay, 29. So if your eye, even the good eye, that's how I put it. If your eye, the good one, offends you, remove it. Now, it's qualifying the good eyes. You know, maybe you have two eyes. One is not too good. Don't remove the one that's not the bad one after all. We still have one to see. No, that very good one that's causing the problem, remove it. It's a, if your hand, the very prosperous hand, makes you sin, cut it off. It is better to go to heaven mend. Wow, hold on. Jesus speaking here. But here, he's actually not covering it. He said we should shout it on the rooftop. And yet, you don't believe that. Okay, there's one girlfriend. He's the one not going. Or one boyfriend is just, he's, he's talking me. No talk. He's just on my case. 
Go and define. Every case has to file. What do I say? Or betray the file. Burn it. And show him and send him the ashes of the file. The file is burnt. Or it's one girl. You know, I found that some good some that don't have money. Have have their friends. Men that don't have money to feed their wives. They still have their friends. Who shall if that you cannot get there? Check if you have money, okay, it's, it's, it's your money. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> but this one, he, he might not have money. In fact, the money is not enough for him. Or me, he has girlfriend. So he will give her the money for transport and trek for one month. Say, I'm trekking for love. <laughs> is it normal? Friend, Solomon, in all his wealth, what they say, Proverbs 30. Are we all there? You know why we are getting these things? Because it's coming for a church without sport. Read verse 7 to 9 of Proverbs 30. Are you there? Two things have I required of thee. Deny me them not before I die. Yes, Lord. Remove far from me vanity and life. Yes. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Yes. Feed me with Food convenience for me. Yes. Lest I be full. I'll be full. And deny thee. Hold on. One danger of fullness is the denial of God. And I know the implication of that. You know, when people strive to be full, in their strive, they can't carry God along. No, it's, 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 not, it's, it's not doable. The moment you are struggling to be full, they that want to do everything to be rich, that was Paul said. I'm coming there. You know, if your drive for career ladder is, I want to, I want to have money, you do anything for it. But if the drive is, I want to be impactful in my industry, I want to be an example. You will do it with virtue. I want to be a role model. That means if there's any role in industry. If it's not motivated, but I must have it like they have it. I must travel and they travel. We must travel together. There's danger. Solomon said, I don't want to be poor, so I beg for food. Neither I don't want to be overfilled. You know who said that? The richest man in this day. At the time he was saying this, he has begun to see the folly and the danger of all the wealth he had possessed. By the time he was dying, he had left God. For his many estranged women have torn his heart. That's what God was talking one day. He said, Lest you turn and forget me. I am reminding you now of the danger. Deuteronomy 15, if you read from verse 1, let's read down. Told me that this morning. Let me run. Deuteronomy 15, let me quickly read from verse 1. Verse 1 to 3 and 4 and 7, and then let's see together. 
All right. Let me read from verse 1 through 3. At the end of every seventh year, you must cancel the debts of everyone who owes you money. Do people that have plenty owe others? No. This is how it must be done. Everyone must cancel the loans they have made to their fellow Israelites. They must not demand payment from their neighbors or relatives for the Lord's time of release has arrived. This release from debt, however, applies only to your fellow Israelites and not to the foreigners living among you. There should be no poor. Now, see the word. There should be what? So it's conditional. There should be no poor among you. You see that? For the Lord your God will greatly bless you in the land he is giving you as a special possession. Now, if you come to verse 7, but if there are any poor, because you know some will not obey the law of work and dignity. And in Galatians 2 verse 10, the apostles wrote to Paul, and they told him, Paul, in your work of evangelism, Make sure as you go over, don't forget the poor. Are they poor Gentiles? No, they are poor believers. Folks, please listen carefully. Not every believer will be rich. But the reason they won't be rich, now the word rich actually is, is, is qualified. Is having, in fact, biblical definition of wealth is having food and that's all. So how many people are rich in this church? You have food, you have clothes. Even people say having a house. Someone say amen. Are you getting relaxed now? Now is it wrong to have a house? No. If you have a house, oh praise God. An addition. But biblical prosperity actually is having food and raiment and God bless you you have to support the weak oh praise God but let not whatever surplus or excess you have come between you and God for God would give certain in the house excess so his work can be done there's a story in Mark's gospel chapter 10 I'll begin to close now a rich young Bula came to Jesus. You see, because when you keep hearing this gospel of prosperity, please, there is nothing called gospel of prosperity. If Paul had this in his grave, he would turn. But he has, he has actually turned because he has spoken to us in the word. Paul says, I've both learned how to abound. So being a base is not an excuse to leave the will of God. Let me repeat. Being abased, not having enough at some times in your life, is not an excuse to leave the will of God. Elkanah left the land because he was looking for a greener pasture. He left with his family, trying to make things. His wife came back alone. In fact, if she had stayed longer, so I remain there. The two sons got 
lost in the land. Now, there are people that live, but they are dead living men. You see, any man that forgets God is dead. Whatever makes you to live God's will is dead. When she saw that, you know, some people, some people can't come back. They'll say, what will we say? She braced it. She came back alone. But with Ruth. What did Ruth see in her? That is more than what she came for to look in her country. You understand? Ruth said, I'm going with, he said, your God. So that means, that means what she carries is actually higher than what they carried. What they came with from Israel to Moab is higher than what Moab had. So that means something's about you. I'm, even if when everything was crumbling for them, there was still something she could still see that no, this is not crumbling. There's something here that can make man rise up. How about when you are in the midst of that grace and that person of God? Last week in Nigeria, the president conferred citizenship to over 300 people. Did you watch it? They're all foreigners. They've, they've been paid for it. In fact, they said that it's only a few they could give. Haven't done some screening. That means there are people trying to get. And most of them are Lebanese, Indians, some Europeans, some Brits. Um, okay, you hear, you see what I'm talking about? You know, yes. Did you see the news? Yes. They and the president was giving them the green passport. The same things of who are dying to throw away. Some are dying to pick. What are they seeing? In fact, they are praying that you will leave so they can come. They are praying you will leave. That your eyes have been closed. Okay, somebody has applied since 1992. He's been on a case. They just granted him. <laughs> Pastor is laughing that is it possible that yes okay it's what it's an Italian so my president is true there's a lecturer in, in my university he's late in the 70s he said they can't die in other place in Nigeria he said how how will he go he knows his country he's, he's a Greek he's from Greece he died you know you are now it's a hat. Slippers. He wears slippers around. White uh, and blue jean. You know that's blue jean. The way it's, it's like, it's like, he's left down. He said he wants to be buried in Nigeria. That's a place to rest. I pray that the Lord will open somebody's head. How did I even get there? What did root? When Elkanah took and lost everything. Do you know that there are many Nigerians that have lost everything they took to, to, to abroad? They've lost it. Some are in the process of losing it. And they know. But some people won't come back. Until you know. Says who? Some. Talk to them about God. Say, well, we are trying. It's just about to happen. Those are the signs of a dying man. Church, let me just more. God wants to prosper you. And Isaac sowed in the land. You know, he dug one well, they closed it. You know, you have given up. 
Nigerian government has closed many wells, but there's still one well more to dig. When you dig that well, you'll find water. Elkanah left with his wife and his two sons. But all the wife came back with a presumed daughter of her dead sons. But in coming back to the land, the Messiah's birth was kick-started. For through her, Obed came. For through her, Jesse came. Through Boaz. And through her, David came. It couldn't have happened if they were in a strange land. For Boaz could not have gone there. For he knew his place in the land. After church day today, we'll go home. And rest. And ponder over this word. It's okay. You know, when the Lord starts to teach all these things, I said, Lord, this is our heavy things. He said, Son, teach them because I'm bringing them to a new place in me. A new reality of who they are to me and how important they are to me in the plans of the kingdom. The rich young ruler came to Jesus in Mark 10 and says, Master, Master, divide me the inheritance. And the readers was so much. And he says, Young man, who makes me jump over you? Call no man good except God. Some say that's what Jesus Christ is not God. No, actually, he's only saying he's God. For how do we know? Everywhere he went, he did good things that only God can do. It's okay. Go and, go, go and obey all the laws. Guess what? Jesus left the first and second. Intentionally, love your neighbors, don't covet, don't steal. Eh? He said, I've kept that all I was young. He now said, One is left. Go and sell everything you have. Give to the poor and come follow me. He said, ah, Don't go there. When it comes to my wealth, and guess what? The first and second commandment. Is what Jesus touched. He has made an idol of the wealth. Has become covetous. I am the Lord thy God. Thou shalt have no other. So this money has become. You see, if anything you are pursuing is so strong that God becomes inconsequential. You know, sometimes you want to do something, you say, I don't want to hear God's will. You don't say, you know his will. I think, especially when you want to marry, that's when it comes more easy. Leave me to myself. I'm following my heart, the heart that is paper. Before you get married, you say, I'm a pastor. I will never choose for you, but I will help you before you make the choice. One, don't marry unbeliever. He said, no, no. Two, don't marry anybody that has nobody that can talk to him or her in a godly way. Three, don't marry anybody who has not learned to submit to Jesus. It's a big deal. And if those three things are kept, everything 
Don't bring the boy that puts his shokoto here. And he comes to daddy. Hi, hi dad. Hi mama. I, I, I want to see you again. I don't marry her. And then he, and he's, he's very hearing and he's doing that. that. Like, okay, I always say that you always know that. And we don't know who's in the house. Don't go there. I won't join them. I, I won't trust you. Don't bring a boy that says, he, he, He's a Christian, but not like, like my type. He's, he's just, he's, he's coming up. He's an upcoming Christian. There's no upcoming Christian. Are you hearing me? You know what I'm saying this, George? It's better you say before it happens. Because the moment, you see, before they come to you, they fit, they've chosen the date Before they approach you, they've chosen the date They just, they just dance in your mouth. I've seen that. But in this church, it won't be like that. Don't be afraid to tell pastor. And pastor, see what I'm considering. What's your opinion? We'll just pray. And we'll just check together. Don't be afraid. I won't give anybody to marry. I won't say, ah, there's this time, this church marry. If you say no, mm. it's no. I will glory to God. Where's your own? Let it meet the criteria of scriptures. Woman that doesn't honor Christ, don't marry her. I don't care how fine she is. You might think she has big bum bum, big. When you marry, you see that bum bum is blown up. It's nothing. And even you see you I'm telling you, it, it doesn't really matter when push comes. All those things are not. You see it. You think it's it's paper. It's express. You will see that everything's there again. That thing that's attack you. You want to go ah? I said, but it's sorry, boo. And not at night. Now, Oribu means head that has good one. Doesn't mean it means bad head. Yeah. So those things that attract you, that makes you that boy that is huge. I'm begging you. As a pastor. Temito Melero. Let us sing it for you. Let us sing it you because the one I'm having now, I'm not finished. So don't add your own, please. I'll get my body and help my ministry. To serve God well. So say amen. Because in marriage, some things might begin to happen that you start asking her, are there things you did in the past that I didn't know? Because it wasn't founded on the word of God. And therefore, they can't be trusted. But if God speaks to you and you know it's the will of God, no matter what may come my way. Because things will come as you make progress. It's the word God gives you that sustains until the time of rain. Elijah, go to the widow and Zarephath. Stay with her. She will feed thee until when I send there will be rain again. But until the rain comes, make sure you are found in him. Do you know in our days, it's easier to divorce now than to marry? Even in church, it's no more a big deal. Because of the divorce rate, the church has tempered on preaching about divorce. They are now trying to see, they are trying to walk the age into the Bible. God says, I hate. End. 
Are you blessed morning church? Honestly, honestly, you can make up the church every Sunday. From Ibadu. You know, <laughs> do you know that things that can bring us to, to, to Lagos every week? And you won't, in fact, it won't, you won't feel anything. In fact, you'll be looking forward to come twice, quickly. Because there's something of importance. Don't, don't mention those things. Please, don't lose these words. They will anchor your soul. For the days coming. <sighs> Jesus said, it's not the life more important than raiment and the body. It's going to challenge you. So that rich young man, Jesus knew that the money has become his God. And he told him, go sell. He says, the man left greatly sorrowful because he had great wealth. That's why he said, it will be hard for the rich. Listen, this is the very word of God. Don't fight it. It's hard for the rich who have not submitted their wealth to Christ to enter God's kingdom. You know, you, you don't go hear that. Ha! Because everyone you hear is make it, step up, quantum leap. It's, it's, it's your sphere. Dominate your industry. Who's your humility? In the light of eternity. Won't you put the words of Jesus against the word of this man? But he says something. But what is impossible with men? God knows how to bring his own, even though they are rich, into the kingdom. For Timothy said, Paul said Timothy in verse 6, verse 17, say, Tell those who are rich among you not to be high-minded, but let them be humble and yield to God. And be ready to communicate and have treasure in heaven. Don't sell your birthright for pleasure. You see, when the money fully comes, you can't eat beyond what you're eating right now. You can't eat double meal. You see that bottle of wine. But then you start drinking it, it's not that it's not a thing you drink every day. Okay, imagine me. How many people will I eat? You know what that you think that you can eat all Nigeria? Lord, if I just have, if I'm, if I'm saying, ah! You can't eat. In fact, they are on diet. In fact, they are not well. <laughs> they are not well. So the, the medicine for the sickness is don't eat anyhow. So when you are eating meat, you, 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 you have you seen yourself, you, you drag it. With you cook, you, they are having you, I wish I can eat like this. And they will tell them, drink water and apple, okay, you know and chicken lamb. That's the meal. You chicken lamb, you chicken lamb, she's in your son, Jane. And mommy called, it's your man for a second, you know, it's your one day I went to bed with my wife. Now I said, But you see, it is only God's word that he brings to us and take away that greed. Let me start closing this morning. What are the things? What are the things? Now, in fact, I, 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 I want to go show you a scripture. 
Shall I show you? Let me show you. 2 Corinthians 8. Turn the word body. 2 Corinthians 8. Let's from verse 1. Just short. Verse 1 to 3. Read this for us. 2 Corinthians 8, verse 1 to 3. Read down quickly. Let me show you. You see, so that we can go about doing God's work. You know, somebody said that if there's no testimony, there's nothing to, to, to preach with. Ah, lie! Someone say lie. I want to say lie and Ligma, but no, if Ligma doesn't say you. <laughs> he says, if you don't have a testimony that you came, I prayed and the next day the snake died in your village. When it, First Corinthians 51. This is the gospel that I preach to you. And the gospel on which you have been what? You've been saved. Except you have believed in vain. How that Christ by the gospel died according to what? The scripture. He was buried by scripture and was raised again on the third day for what? Justification by the scripture. And he was seen. That's the gospel. The gospel is Christ died as the atoning sacrifice. He rose again for our justification. That is it. The gospel has nothing to do with any miracle in your life. If God does favor in your life, oh praise God. But that is not the gospel. So you don't say, Pastor, what do I preach? What's my testimony? You know testimony? I'm saved. I've been cleansed. I've been washed. I've been sanctified. That's a testimony. Amen this morning. I challenge you all this morning in God. For the shadow is getting longer. And evil men are becoming more, more, more prominent. But you start loving scriptures. 2 Corinthians 8, 1 of 3. He is carefully. Moreover. Moreover. Brethren, Brethren, we do you to wit of to, the grace of God bestowed yes. on the churches of Macedonia. Listen, not one church, the churches of Macedonia. This was an entire region. And this, the, the, the report of those churches. Go on. How that in a great trial of affliction, affliction? the abundance of their joy yes. and their deep poverty. Hold on. In their great trials, there was an abounding joy. Wait, leave for what you first. They were being tried. Their faith was being persecuted. They were being challenged and attacked. Yet they had joy. Is there something this people know that we, we have not known in our church today? Yes. See, Master and Sars, hold on, you, you read next to When Philip preached to the children of Enoch, that was the minister of finance of the Queen of Candace. He came with a private jet to Israel because he came with a chariot and he had a driver. No, he knows this is chariot is equivalent. No, the truth. To have it, which even Jesus said, no, chariot, in a leg the worker. He walked from place to a force. In fact, he will borrow a boat. Mr. Moses said, Jesus had a boat. It's a lie. That if Christ were here now, you have a jet. I don't know that. He didn't tell me you have a jet. From the things I saw, he didn't even have no house. But he's not saying that we shouldn't have a house. After all, he slept somewhere. So those things are not issues. The issue is go down to the world. So when men leave the assignment, everything becomes, becomes attractive. Is it mean that I'm, I'm trying to preach now that I'm looking for one thing that I'm looking for one, one gala or one business conference when there are sons to be saved? Sometimes she'll call me at home. He says, half a less done that say when souls are perishing. Okay, for those who understand, leave it that way. Amen. 
Folks, Jesus began to talk about their poverty. But guess what he said here? They were tried, yet they were rejoicing. This man came. Listen, when he was baptized, Bible says he went back home. What? <laughs> that is everything he wants her. They didn't guarantee his joy. Have you observed that many people that don't know Christ are didn't have joy? So don't because of their wealth be afraid to talk to them. What's worse? I don't want. But let it not be that you didn't tell me. Because it might just be at the verge of wanting. You don't know the exact time or the hour of his acceptance. In their trial. It's not every trial you should pray to escape. It's not every trial we go through as Christians that we should pray to escape. He says, count it all joy when you go through diverse trials and, and, and tribulation. So where has the gone to? Where have they gone to? They that will live godly on this earth will suffer persecution for the sake of Christ. Why? Because we receive joy because we are going somewhere. So we are looking for an escape route. We are staying with you. These ones were persecuted. Yeah, they were rejoicing. Next slide, sir. For in the severe test of affliction, yes. the abundance of joy, yes. and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity. Hold on. So say poverty. Yes. So say extreme poverty. Extreme. They were in extreme poverty. Yeah, they were God's children. Why were they in extreme poverty? It might be because of the of the governmental economic policies. You stay there. So that because of their faith, they've locked their business out to punish them. Oh, it's very possible it happened in the first, second, third centuries. It happened to the Jews. Hitler spread them out and took their businesses and intentionally punished them. You know, today they say, let's go with them. No, we can't. We are Christians. We are called to go through persecution, yet rejoice. We are called to go through hard times for the sake of righteousness. There's some righteous things I'll endure for my children's sake. Some things I won't compromise because of their future. I can't treat their knowing God for anything. But it says, in their deep extreme poverty, they were still willing to give to God. Wow. In fact, they are generous. That means, actually, it's not wealth that determines generosity. It's understanding of what Christ has done. That's why that woman will come and break that box. For he that's forgiven much, we love much. See, you'll be forgiven too much. There is nothing you have that if you give God 100%, it's not enough. But God will never ask you for 100. If you give all you have to God, it's not enough. But God that I know will never ask you. In fact, sometimes you give plenty and say, no, that is too much. God. Some will tell you, give all. No. When God says, give me 10, take 90. Right now, you can give God 50 and take 50 if it's not for you. 
That's the baseline. God will not force you. But if you know what he has done, you love him more. When she broke that basket, they said, this, this thing is what one year salary. And she told them, is it your money? If you know what he has done for me. He has done so much for me. I cannot tell it all. Hold on. We don't have time this morning. Let me run. What are the dangers of unbridled prosperity? What are the snares? You know, let me give you this. My wife told me a few days ago that there's a good place in Ogudu where my children can make their hair. It's good. And she wants them to go to Ogudu and make the hair. Because it will, it's better. She has tried a few places. It's not really... I said, well, Ogudu is not outside Lagos. But Ogudu is too far. If the children begin to do hair in Ogudu now, in the next two years, Tokyo will say she won't go to Lekki. Because after all, we have gone to Ogudu. You didn't hear me? That's how it starts. Someone didn't hear me. Is it wrong to go to It's not wrong. But from Ogudu, you reach Lekki. From Lekki, you go to Ekpe. From Ekbae, you enter Shagamu. From Shagamu, you are in Benin. From Ore. That's how he starts. That's why he must be content. If a time comes when, because of the faith, I can't go out to bat my hair, I'm gladly rejoicing to resemble him with all pleasure. Amen? Now, if it happens that those children can't make their hair, what happens? Abba. You know what they bat what and it don't affect who they are. When it comes to contentment, it's a discipline. Listen, I'm saying to you from the abundance of how the Lord is helping me. Because Satan does want one step. Give him one step, he will take allowance. He says, give no room, no foothold. Always check yourself. Am I am I over pushing this? Am I am I am I what why 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 am I doing this? Is God glorified? The hair here may not be good. They might be good. But let the time fully comes. Let the time fully comes. Let it come. Some of you here this morning. You want to change your TV because somebody has come to your house or you saw a new TV. In fact, you saw a hack TV and the TV is one million. You are pursuing to buy TV and you are not married yet. Who is watching TV? Maybe the, the, the girlfriend is coming and you want to impress that. You said you are, you, are, you are an upcoming bachelor. You are trying to buy. Don't impress anybody. If they don't impress with you where you are before they found you, nothing you do will impress them. I'm begging you. This is the word of the Lord. Please reply. Blessed be the word of the Lord. Cause me. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Because when we live like this, I'm telling you, our hearts come down. I'm not feeling like the body is being lifted.
Exodus 32. Open it. The dangers of unbridled. So before you start pursuing for yourself, know the danger. Before it comes, you know, before before that hammering hammers, because it will come, begin to understand the danger. And start curtailing yourself now in the passive excesses that the little you are having is already producing and pushing you to do. Exodus, what did I call it? Read from verse 1 to 6. Church, everybody, and start closing now. From verse 1. And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount, yes. the people gathered themselves together yes. unto Aaron. Unto Aaron. And said unto him, In. Oh, oh. us gods, which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we want not what is become of him. Yes. And Aaron said unto them, Break off the golden earrings, yes. which are in the ears of your wives, yes. of your sons, yes. and of your daughters, yes. and bring them unto me. Yes. And all the people break off the golden earrings, yes. which were in the ears, and brought them into Aaron. And received them at their hand, and fashioned it with a graving tool, after he had made it a molten calf. And they said, this be thy gods, yes. O Israel, yes. which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. Yes. And when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it. Yes. And Aaron made proclamation and said, Tomorrow is Tomorrow. a feast to the Lord. We'll make a feast to the Lord. Verse 6. And they rose up early on the morrow. The morrow. And offered burnt offerings. Burnt offerings. And brought peace of offerings. Yes. And, he, and the people sat down to eat and to drink. Yes. And rose up to play. Hold on. Let me conclude by saying this morning. Isn't it amazing that Moses went for a retreat just over a month and they told Aaron. Aaron did not did not believe what they are doing now. But he was pressured. To him, he wasn't worshipping idol. He just felt let us see the ask because he said, Let's offer to Yahweh the Lord. So to him was the Lord, but really to God, it wasn't him. So Aaron did not technically actually want to serve the calf. And but that word calf is not calf, actually, it's a bull. It's a bull. And so he said, Bring the gold, the same gold they took from Egypt. That was their own doing. Beware of the gold. Even in the wilderness, they were still rich in gold. You know, if you ask them, they will think they are poor. But these guys had gold with them. You think you think you have money right now? Look at what. And when they broke the gold and brought and they guess what? He says, now tomorrow we are going to feast. So in the morning, what they did? They woke up early and began to sacrifice and begin to do the offerings. And then they began to eat and dance. And then they played. That word played in Hebrew is not playing pente, 
is actually a sexual thing happening. It's a, it's a sensual dance that led to fornication in the land. So when wealth is unbridled, the first thing it brings is a man that is self-willed and he forgets God. Unbridled prosperity brings self-willingness and forgetfulness. It makes you harden toward God. When it's not brought under the authority and the covering of God, it makes you forget God. That's why God began to warn them, make sure you don't forget. And the reason I'm appealing to you is so that you don't destroy yourself, even though I will destroy you. And God says, if you, if you, if you, if you, what, what you he said, if you go this way, say, I will cause a swift destruction to come on you and I will see to it. But guess what? I'm warning you that you don't come there yourself. That's why I'm not struggling to be among the top 10 pastors in Lagos because I'm, I'm undoing myself. Because if that's my goal, I can achieve it. But guess what? I know what to do. It's just a matter of plans. So please, be content with how we are serving God. God will bring his own. In fact, he's already awakening your hearts already. Because the shepherd is taking us to heaven. And the heaven gate is narrow. Strife. It doesn't accommodate excesses. So the first thing we see is that they are self-willed. How do I say that? They knew they were not supposed to bow to any graven image. But suddenly that 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 determination to set God aside became so strong in their heart. Became said we and they forgot two he brings pride when wealth is unbridled when the desire for prosperity is not checked it brings pride you set yourself against every reasonable counsel of god nothing enters and nothing makes it anymore it's just what i want it's either i have my way or i have my way lord when I have my way, then we can talk. Three, an unbridled prosperity and the smell of Satan is that it begins to make you wanting to love party. There's always a party to attend. There's always a get together. There's this partying, dancing, and merriment. Have you seen that most times people just say, they want to turn the dead, the death of their parents back. No, they want to show forth that they have money now. They want to just they look at the house, we we'll paint it, and then we we'll rewarm the house. I just bought a car. How do I get people to know? There's always something to celebrate. No reason. You have some money to waste and to spend. Every known party, they invite you. In fact, you are among the ten babes in town. They rose up, they ate, and danced and played. 
lastly, unbridled wealth will always lead to adultery and fornication if you're not intentionally inclined toward God. The moment you start drinking and start partying, you fornicate. And once you do one, you cover it, you do two, you cover it. By the fourth one, it becomes a part of you. Yet, you must even choose not to leave God or leave church. But He can choose to leave you. Before the word comes. Because it will come. And how does it come? By being diligent in your place of work. But not a snare. As a church in Revelation, it's called the Laodicean Church. It's a church. And Jesus gave them their report card. Please repeat that. I'll close with this. Revelation chapter 3 from verse 14. See, he wants you rich and he wants you to work hard. But there's carefulness if you must lay hold of eternal life to be circumspect of this man. And snare are not always obvious. You see, a snare is like a trap. Traps are always kept seen. Real traps are not kept for the, for the animal or the bait to see. It's hidden. In fact, sometimes, sometimes you use bait in, on traps to make it more attractive, to make it look innocent. That's why trust me. So tomorrow you can preach. Jesus gave a report card. My daughter were telling her at home to learn piano more and learn French class. She said, why would she learn piano so much and French class? After all, Jesus is coming back very soon. That in heaven, we should be speaking French and playing keyboard. Christ is coming, that we should leave. That we should stop all these activities and just face Christ. I say, hey. So, Christ is coming, you eat in the morning. Christ is coming, you still watch cartoon. Let Christ don't meet you in cartoon. See, Christ is coming very soon. I will be picking one in heaven. Is she speaking French in heaven? Is it only heaven that will be speaking? What are we? It's just a way of escaping learning. But Jesus gave us a password, a report to a church. You don't report. The same way they do it on earth, he will check you. And that time, everything you've done on earth will be played to you. You have the time now to amend your, your report and do it well. Am I talking this morning to church? You know, they, they show one, one video that, that the queen was playing with one Spanish, one sports soldier about his barrette. You know that picture? And just playing. That's how the king of kings will do. We'll be on the marching barrette. I will lead the barrette. Servant, yes. 
my Lord. Now this is true, my Lord, not the name my Lord of churches on earth that people know that they're not Lord. You don't teach her. Lord, the eye of heaven and earth can see it. I won't say, oh, don't open it though. <laughs> you know, like Joab told David, my Lord. The whole mystery, you know, he, he was saying that. But you see, he told him in a different way. My Lord, I can remember all the services I preached, sir. Two million, four hundred and seventy-four sermons. I preached it in 50 years. And all the 50 years, sir, she was under. She had everything. Here's the video, sir. Uh -huh. It will You start seeing people say, as it is playing, you put say, He won't send you to hell, but it will affect your reward in eternity. I'll close down. The last time we say that. Read from Revelation 3 from verse 14. Let's hear a church report. Go on. And to the angel of the church in Laodicea. Yes. Right. Now that angel is the pastor of the church. Write him to know what I'm telling him about his church. That he may know how to address them. Because every time you tell them, repent. Because I've told you what to love, sir. Please go on, sir. The words of the Amen. Yes. And faithful. And faithful. And true witness. And true witness. The beginning of God's creation. Wow. I know your words. Yes. You are neither cold nor hot. Yes. Would that you were either cold or hot. Yes. So, because you are lukewarm. Now hold on. You know, when you never cold nor hot, you think it's no. Cold and hot are good. There are times we need cold water to do something. It's good. There are times we need water that, that's warm. It's also good. So in the house, our assignments are different. But never think what has been given you is worthless. Let me say it again. How many times if you make hot tea, you use cold water to that at that point that cold water is what is useful. Sometimes you need warm water. In fact, sometimes in spring, you advise not to use warm water. You use warm, if I use ice. So that you are cold or hot doesn't make coldness a bad thing. It's just a state of usefulness. So it means whatever role, whatever gift, you, you, you do not talent, what he gave one one. He says, he says, he says, how will I have one? I, I'm going to bury. So that one actually is what is neither cold nor hot. Whatever assignment God has given you, who don't do it and do it. Be efficient in the house of God. Go on, sir. So because you are lukewarm. Lukewarm? And neither cold nor hot. Yes. I will speak to you out of my mouth. Yes. For you say, I am rich. Yes. I have prospered. I need nothing. Hold on. That word is spoken to God in your heart. I'm rich. And through the church in Laodicea, we are a rich church. A very rich. That's why today you find many people in the church that have rich men. Have you been the, 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 the churches where rich men go to that people target. Rich church. Church of the wealthy. Yes. People flock in there for connection. Go on, sir. 
For you say, I am rich. I'm rich. I have prospered. I have prospered. And I need nothing. I need nothing. But realizing that you are wretched, pitiable, wow. poor, poor, blind, blind, and naked. And naked. I counsel you. I counsel you. Buy from me. Buy from me. Gold. Gold. Refined by fire. Refined by fire. So that you may be rich. May be rich. And white garment. And white garment. You may clothe yourself. You may clothe yourself. And the shame of your nakedness. May not be seen. May not be seen. And sound to anoint your eyes. Yes. So that you may see. Go on. To whom I love. I love. I reprove. I reprove. Discipline. And discipline. So be zealous. Be zealous. And repent. And repent. Before it comes. By the Lord. It is not so much about wealth. That clothes a man is the garment of righteousness. Don't get to a point in your life where you are filled with yourself and think because of wealth, God will approve of you. This will come when many will think that 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 having money is godliness. The sign that you know God is that you have money, is that you have car, is that you, you, are, you, are, you have testimony. See, those days will come, Bobo Timothy. They will assume and take and, 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 and take and take God and take gain for godliness. But gain is good, even in Christ. But gain is not necessarily godliness. Seek after righteousness and be close. God's righteousness. Let me say it again this morning. God wants his children to be rich. But not everyone on earth will be rich. Because there are principles for wealth. When you follow it, even if you are a believer or unbeliever, it will work for you. But when it comes to wealth that you have, make sure that wealth doesn't take you away from God. Remember, for you as a Christian, it is God that has empowered you to get the wealth. Therefore, remember Him. And don't do things that will hurt your soul because you seek to get wealth by all means for it to drown. This morning I encourage you. Buy of the Lord, pure fine gold, which is the word of God. Take of Him righteousness as a garment and prepare yourself for the days of plenty. For the days are here and they come. And as they come, yield yourself to God and become content. Having food and raiment, be content with God. And everything else He gives you is addition for His glory. For He's the one that empowers you for the benefit of His work and His people. Stay with Him. Stay with Him. Stay with the world. And let God lead you in His righteous path. It will cause you to be fulfilled. On this earth, and be fulfilled in His righteousness. As a walk with Him, God's kingdom, God's word, God's grace will always be in your heart. It will be your guide. It will be the, 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 the road that sets the patterns of how you walk and to keep you even in His love. Thank you, Lord, this morning. Father, we bless you. We give you praise and glory. 
Thank you, Lord, this morning for the stirring of your word. Thank you, Lord, for the guidance of your spirit. We bless you, our Father. Thank you, God, because our ears are open. Our eyes are open. We're not deceived anymore. Gain is not godliness. Godliness with you, Lord, and contentment is all things. We thank you because we are contented in you. Striving to eternal life and fulfilling our ministries. Lord, through our mouths, Lord, the gospel is spread. Through our lives, Lord, our friends and associates hear the gospel and will shine as light. Thank you, God, for you always lead on in, in triumph perpetually. And through us, you diffuse the fragrance of your truth and knowledge in every place. Strengthen your people this morning. And as they go in this week, cause that encouragement, that boldness, that knowing that we're headed towards the kingdom. And the kingdom is right. The sector of the kingdom is right. And we're moving in righteousness. And live all our lives in praise to your wonderful name. We thank you for victory this week. Thank you because you provide our needs. Every need is met and every being is saved. Everyone is guided and right in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you because we are found perfect and complete in all your will. Thank you, O oh God. And blessed be your wonderful name for prayer with thanksgiving this morning. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. Praise God.